You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. What I got for you today is something that I don't normally talk about on this podcast. I got 10 P-Way tips that you can use this weekend. And here's the thing. If you know my material, if you've been following me for a while or for the past you know, nine years that I've been a dating coach, you know that I don't really speak to the P-Way community. I don't offer lots of P-Way advice. I don't consider myself a pickup artist. None of that stuff really applies to what I teach and and what I talk about. However, there are a lot of things in the PUA community. And by the way, if you don't know what PUA is, you're like, what's PUA? It means pickup artist. And the pickup artist community is something that's been around since the late 90s, even maybe mid 90s. And it started with a, a group of guys who were they would call themselves underground pickup artists because they would share information about how to meet women and share it online. And then it kind of broke out with the Neil Strauss's book, The Game, and it got into mainstream culture. And here we are today. So anyway, I don't talk about this stuff, but there are some good things that I have learned from when I was learning how to meet women because the only information out there was PUA tips. Everything was pickup artist, pickup artist, pickup artist. And some stuff I didn't like, some stuff. I did like, and some stuff I kind of have taken from that time and that advice and have almost in a way maneuvered it into my own advice. And you're going to get some of that today. Some stuff you may have heard before that I've talked about before, but some also new things. But really, even though I'm not, I don't associate with the pickup artist or that uh, that term and, and that community, I still think that some stuff that I talk about and on today's podcast are going to be very helpful for you. I think you're really going to like it. And it's really all technique-based and stuff, practical stuff that you can use this weekend. You can use it whenever you go out. You can come back to this episode. You can take notes. But yeah, it's really cool stuff for you when you're going out meeting and talking to women. And all these techniques I pretty much use in my coaching practice. So if you become a coaching client of mine, we go over how to use these, when to use these when you're going out and meeting women. And I apply specific ones to you and a lot more that I'm not going over right now in terms of your specific dating life. So wherever you feel like you're having trouble, maybe it's in the approach, the opener, continuing conversation, closing, getting the number, getting her to come home with you, getting her to go on a date with you, getting her to be your girlfriend, all that stuff. So I have these specific techniques that I do go over in the coaching program. And this is a nice short list of what they are. So you can get a kind of a teaser of what coaching is like if you and I were to work together. A lot of guys do ask about coaching. What it is, it's a one-on-one program where you and I are really tackling your issues. So whatever your specific sticking point is, wherever you feel stuck in your dating life, you feel maybe you can't get the women that you want, you can't attract high-quality women, For a lot of guys, it's easy to talk to women, but they don't find themselves being able to talk to the woman that they're attracted to. Or maybe you're just a guy who wants to lose his virginity and you're in your 20s. Maybe you're divorced. Whatever your sticking point is, we help you with that. 
in the coaching program, the Trip Advice Coaching Program. If you want help, go to coachedbytrip.com to fill out an application today to help you with your sticking point. Because what I do is I get you on the phone after you fill out an application. I'll text you or I'll email you. We'll get on the phone and we'll figure out where it is you need help and figure out which program is best for you because I have various programs that can help you. But like I said, they're all one-on-one. You and I working together over the phone or in person and also via text to get you fast results. So if you're looking for fast results and you don't want to sit here listening and taking notes to, to podcasts and you want fast stuff, then this is where you go. And I'm not putting down this episode or my whole podcast, but I know some guys are just done with listening and they want to be held accountable to go out and actually use this stuff and get real life results. Well, anywho, if that is interest to you, you know where to go, coachedbytrip.com. Let's get into it. My top 10 POA tips. Here we go. The first one is what's called a false time constraint. This is pretty powerful. A false time constraint is when you're talking and you're opening up a group of women or even just one woman and you do your opener. So you'll say, you know, you'll go up to them and you'll say something like, hey, I'm Trip. I wanted to come meet you. Are you from Chicago? And, and she's like, oh, no, I'm not from here. And you go, oh, cool. I just have to go back to my friends in a second, but I just wanted to meet you. And then you keep talking. Or you can say, hey, I actually got to go in just a second, but I'm Trip. I wanted to come meet you. So you're giving them what's called a false time constraint, which means that you're basically saying, hey, I'm not going to be here that long. So you don't have to worry about me approaching you or bothering you or making it uncomfortable. So they immediately drop their guards because they don't think that they're going to be stuck in a conversation with a random dude. So that's why you say, hey, I only have a second, but I wanted to come meet you. Or you're talking and you say, yeah, I got to go in a second. But I, but anyways, and then you continue the conversation. right? So it's not 100% necessary, but I know that when you do use it, it does increase your chances of the woman opening up to you a little bit more So then you guys can get to know each other. Now, some guys might feel uncomfortable because they think, well, Trip, this is just a a downright lie. And you know what? I don't condone lying. That's why a lot of the pickup artist stuff I don't like because a lot of it's very manipulative. But I don't condone lying. But this is not an unethical lie, in in my opinion. You're just telling them it's only going to be a second. The thing is, is if they don't want to talk to you and they're like, in their head, wow, he only said it's a second, but it's not a second anymore. They'll reject you and then you'll move on your way. But it's just a way to make them feel more comfortable. It's, if anything, yes, it's a lie. You don't really have to go in a second, but at least it makes them feel more comfortable. And I would think that any woman would want to feel comfortable in an interaction with men, right? So I highly recommend the false time constraint. It does work well to drop down their guards. Okay. Let's go to the next one. The next one is a nag. A nag. Now, I don't like using the term nag because nag really means that you're saying something to them that's putting them down. You're almost like it's like a really harsh tease or a backhanded compliment. I have found that it just doesn't work that well. You know, like you can master this and do it really well. Apparently, it's a thing, so it works on some level. But I feel like the best way to go about this is instead of negging, you just tease the girl. So I love teasing a girl, calling her a nerd, calling her a dork, right? Just giving her like shit for something that you don't agree with or don't like, right? That's a way of teasing her. 
And I love saying, I just use, like one is really great. You don't have to sit there just nagging them or teasing them the whole time. But just throwing that in every once in a while and just calling them a dork or calling them a nerd is just a great way to let them know that you're not intimidated by them. A lot of beautiful women who get approached by men, they get put on a pedestal and the women know that. But the second there's like a tease thrown in and they get called like a nerd or a dork or something to that extent, they're like, whoa. They actually see a more confident guy. It's kind of crazy how that works. It really is. It's pretty wild that just that alone makes it feel like you have more confidence. My next one is about a wingman. Now, a lot of PUAs say, get a wingman, get a wingman. And they say, you know, have someone there to kind of build you up. So when you're talking to a girl, he can be there and he can make you look good and he can distract the other girl that you might be talking to. So like if you're in a group of women, you're talking to one, he distracts the other women. I don't like that. I don't like that. I I fall under the category of actually no wingman, okay? It's going to be so rare that you're going to have a guy who's going to be as good as you or better at meeting women where you can go out when you want to go out and have it so it works out in your favor. Now, if you're like listening to this and you're like, no, I do have that. Great. Try it out. Go for it if you're in that specific situation. But even so, I believe no wingman is the best because if you don't have a wingman, it forces you to be better. It forces you to be better at conversation. It forces you to be better at being able to isolate the girl that you're interested in. So when you guys are having a conversation, it's going well. You can bring her to another spot in the bar or you know, bring her on an instant date somewhere. It forces you to be better. And also, it forces you to learn how to meet women without having someone there. If you get really good at having a wingman there, well... Can you imagine what it's going to be like when you're out and about and you want to just go out and make this happen by yourself or you want to go out during the day and, and be able to meet a woman that way? I mean, it's not going to train you properly. So I say train without a wingman for as long as you can until you get really good at conversing with women and get good or get to the point where you have an active dating life. And then at that point, you can have a wingman come out with you and have a good time and, and it can be all good, right? Things like that. But I would say no wingman. No wingman. Okay. Even though, again, we're talking about the top 10 PUA tips. So some I'm kind of going against, but still in terms of the tip for a wingman, don't do it. Okay. Let's go to the next one. Peacocking. So peacocking is a term in the PUA community that says, wear some flashy clothes as if you're trying to get attention from the opposite sex. So like a peacock, a male peacock spreads its feathers really wide. And it's very colorful to get the attention of a female. So this is the same kind of concept. You're dressing in a way that's very flashy that gets a woman interested. So I'm against this one too, because peacocking back in the PUA days in the early millennium, they were wearing feather boas, crazy hats, goggles, things like that. And I think that that was kind of cool for that time because it was original. So it worked. But now if you do that, I just think that you're going to be A, being something that you're completely not. It's not sustainable. And you might just end up looking more ridiculous because people are kind of catch on to the peacocking thing now. It's kind of over. However, this tip is not to not peacock. I have something for you here. There is a sort of peacocking that I like to say where you wear one interesting item. 
one interesting item that does show off to women in a way. So that can be, for example, a crazy shoes, like really interesting shoes, or a really interesting bracelet, right? Or maybe a really cool jacket that is just different from the rest. Like when I go shopping, I try to find interesting items that I can pair with plain items. So I might pick a really crazy shirt that will go with normal shoes, and normal pants, or I'll have a pair of shoes that are really funky and fun, but I'll wear it with more plain pants and plain shirts. You have that one item that sticks out. So it doesn't look like you're trying too hard, but it gives people something that they can comment on and shows that you have really interesting style and does make you stick out, but in a really cooler way and less try hard way. So that's what I would say in terms of the peacocking rule. Okay. Number five, number five, the three second rule. So this is something that I do abide by and I do talk a lot about in my coaching program. So if you're one of those clients that are listening right now, make sure that you're doing that this weekend. Okay. We're talking about the three second rule, which is approach a woman in three seconds or less. Why? Because this is what's going to help defeat your approach anxiety. You have approach anxiety because you don't approach fast enough. Therefore, you get in your head. Therefore, you wait too long and then you never do any approaches. So you want to practice the three-second rule. You're practicing the three-second rule. This means that you are trying to go out and approach women as fast as possible. Once you get good at the three-second rule, you're going to be able to officially break through approach anxiety. You might have it still, but it's not going to stop you from doing approaches. Okay, so that's the whole thing is if you train yourself to approach fast, you'll always approach fast, whether you're feeling anxious or not. So you want to train yourself. So you go out to a lot of three-second approaches, meaning you see a girl and in three seconds, you got to go over there and say hello. Hey, what's up? I'm Trip. I wanted to come meet you. Boom, just like that. Okay, number six, number six. Warm-up sets, warm-up sets. So one of the terms in PUA language is sets. So if you say, I'm going over to approach a group of girls, they'll say, I'm going over to approach a set of girls or this that set over there. Even if it's one girl, I believe it's still considered a set. Okay, so going up and doing warm-up sets is one of the best ways to also get yourself to get over the approach anxiety, but get you in kind of the talking mode. Okay, so for example, not with approaching, but in my own life, okay, I create videos. I create videos on my YouTube channel and I'll batch them. I'll create about four videos in one day. By the second, third, fourth video, I've been already talking so much and it's warmed me up to the point where the way that I'm speaking in some of those later videos are a little bit like smoother and better than the first one. Now, you can't really tell. Only I can tell just because I know how I do and I've I've seen so many of my videos because I'm the one who does them. But I can tell that I feel more warmed up because I've already started doing some talking and started giving some advice. Even right now, I feel more warmed up now that I've been talking for however long it's been, 10 minutes, than in the very beginning. So you want to be able to tap into that too. There is a sense of getting warmed up socially when you're going out and you're talking to people. So you can do warm-up sets. So that means that do a few what's called like throwaway approaches or warm-up sets. You just go up and you just talk to some people, not meaning to hit on anyone, not meaning to do anything where you're trying to get a girl's number or anything like that. You're just going out to have some conversation. 
so that you're warmed up. So then eventually you'll be at the point where you're talking to a woman and you feel a little bit more in the mode. You're in the in state. That's another PUA term is, is called, you know, getting into state because sometimes it takes a little bit to get into the, to the vibe, to the mode, to the feeling of being social and feeling a little bit more on, right? You feel a little bit more on. So to feel more on, you do what's called these warm-up sets. So I recommend doing that. And you can do anywhere from two to three warm-up sets. And this is something that I tell my coaching clients as well. We work on warm-up sets and I give them an amount to do until they do their normal sets. So warm-up sets, to me, it's not an option. I always say, you're not better than your warm-up sets. So some guys think sometimes, you know, I'm going to go out. I don't need any warm-up sets. I'm going to jump right into it. And they go, oh, I have really bad approach anxiety. It's not going to work. I got a client the other day who said, you know, like, I didn't do the warm-up sets and I, and I, I couldn't do the approaches. And I said, buddy, you're not better than your warm-up sets. Okay. Even if you feel like you're, you're going to do good today, do the warm-up sets anyways. They're always going to help, right? Warming up. Just like in working out, you warm, you warm up also. So warm-up sets. Seven, here's one. Don't lean in. Okay. I believe this is called pecking. I believe like you peck in and out. Like you're talking to a girl and whenever she says something, you kind of lean in, you lean in and try to listen to her. And every time she talks, you lean in. So your body language is leaning in. So I think there's this mystery from Mystery Method. He said, don't do that because it, it shows kind of neediness. Like, let her come to you. She wants to talk to you in the conversation, not the, uh, the initial approach, but meaning when you're in conversation, let her kind of talk to you. So if you can't hear her, you can even say to her, say, yeah, actually, I can't hear you that well. Say that again. And she'll lean into you. So it kind of flips the switch and makes them chase you a little bit. I like this. I don't think it's the most heavy hitting tip. I think even if you do lean in, it's not going to be the end of the world. I think really at the end of the day, instead of even having a situation where she has to lean in or you have to lean in, just get to the point where you're close enough to her so that you can hear what she's saying. And this is more of like a club atmosphere, a bar atmosphere, somewhere where you're talking very loud. So you'd have to lean in more. This is not necessarily when you're approaching a girl during the day, right? Because you don't have to lean in. It's usually not that loud, depending on where you are. So don't lean in. All right. Number eight, routines. So pickup artists usually have routines. This is what I didn't like when I was learning how to meet women because I'm not good at memorizing. It's just not one of my strengths. I like just kind of going off the cuff whenever I'm doing any kind of talking whatsoever even on YouTube videos, even right now, like I have some notes in front of me, but really I'm just kind of going with it because I don't really like memorizing. It's just not a strength of mine. So the PUAs would have these routines, like these routine stacks where you would talk, talk about this topic and then move to this topic and then move to this topic and all different topics that would be about how to attract her. So meaning it'd be a routine, something you'd say to get her more attracted to you. You know, I remember there was this one ridiculous story you talk about how you used to date a stripper and you know the fact that you'd say like oh this she was really needy or something like you dated a stripper but you weren't really interested in her or something like that i can't even remember but it's something like that i mean yes it's as ridiculous as i'm making it out to be and i'm like this is so weird like i have to memorize this this complete lie to make her feel like i've been with another woman and hey listen I'm not even saying it doesn't work. Maybe it does work. Maybe that stuff works 
really well. Apparently it did, right? It's been around for a while. Like all the PUA tips do work on some level. It's just, is that what you want to do? Do you really want to memorize routines when you go out to meet women? It doesn't really allow you to learn how to be more charismatic and learn natural conversation. I think it's not a very sustainable way of learning how to meet people and you know meet women. So I say no routines, but I do like a few topics of conversation that are okay to bring up because it allows for conversation to get to a level where it's flowing a little bit better. So I think it's okay to bring up certain topics of conversation. I think we do that naturally anyways. When you're with friends or something like that, you might bring up a certain topic because you know it's something you guys like to talk about or are interested in. So it's not very manipulative. It's more just you're bringing up something you know is going to be interesting. So for example, I like the idea of bringing up signs to a woman, right? Your astrological sign. And again, whether you believe in it or not, it doesn't matter. You can always bring it up because it always allows for an interesting conversation, whether you believe in it or not. And a lot of women do believe in signs or are interested in it or just know about their signs and pay attention to it. So the odds are pretty high that if you ask a girl what her sign is or you guess what her sign is, that the conversation will pick up and it will kind of take off in a, in a nice direction for you. So I don't believe in routines, but I do believe in some topics of conversation. So by the way, that is in a video I have called Chick Crack. So if you go to tripadvice.com slash chick dash crack, you're going to be sent to a page where you just give your email address and I'll send you a video for free, by the way, where it talks about the topics of conversation that women love, Chick Crack. And one of them is signs. So if you want more of those, just check that out. Tripadvice.com slash chick dash crack. It's free. And then after that, you'll be on my email list. Okay. All right. Number nine, disqualifiers, disqualifiers. So I remember this is pretty powerful too. A PUA tip is try to disqualify yourself when you're talking to a woman or disqualify her from being with you, right? So it sounds very counterintuitive. You would think never to do something like this because you want to make sure that you guys actually, that she does qualify for you or you do qualify for her, but no, disqualify. So what you do is you say something like, you know what? This has been a great conversation, but I can just tell you and I, we would never get along. I know I'm saying that out of context, but you say something like that or tell her, you know what? Like As a joke, like you're teasing, but you're saying, oh, we'd never get along. You and I would fight too much. I feel like if you and I were going out, like it just wouldn't work out. And you're saying to her that you and her would never be together. Like it wouldn't work out. You say it in this joking way to let her know that you're not going to be this very needy guy and very predictable like every other guy. Every guy is predictable and they just agree with whatever a woman says. And they just don't share their true opinions when they're talking to a person because they're trying to be a chameleon and adapt to the person so that the person likes them. No. Throw that whole concept out the window. You do that, people see through it. They see you're a people pleaser, that you're a typical nice guy. Doesn't work. Disqualify yourself hardcore from this. Disqualify yourself. So make sure that you're not always agreeing with her, that you do tease her a little bit. Back to my number two tip here, right? Teasing. Tease her a little bit that you guys would never get along and it wouldn't work out. Do that once, maybe twice in a conversation as a joke, and it works very well. All right, number 10. Number 10 is the idea behind Kino, Kino escalation, right? Kino. Kino is when you're touching a girl, okay? Kinesthetics, touch. So that is talked about a lot in the pickup community, Kino. 
because it's about breaking the touch barrier. So you escape the friend zone and you start getting to the point where you guys are getting physical, which then can eventually lead to a kiss, which can then eventually lead to sex and so on and so forth. So they say Kino escalation. I do believe that Kino is good. It's good to offer touch. It is good to break the touch barrier. I don't believe it's 100% necessary. You could absolutely go from talking to a girl to then going for a kiss without having touched her at all. However, it does help to break the touch barrier a little bit between the moment you go up to her and the moment that you guys kiss. So what's the best way to do this? I like the hug. Okay, If you can master this, this is going to be huge, a hug. So how do you hug a girl that you just met in a random conversation? I like to do this. When you guys are talking and you feel like you've built rapport with her, meaning you feel like you guys are comfortable, you've been talking for maybe 10, 15 minutes. If she says something you like, you say, you know what? That is awesome. I like you. Come here. Get over here. Give me a hug. And you give her a hug. It could be anything just like that or some sort of form of that. Okay? Some sort of form of that. Basically just saying like, you know what? Get over here. Give me a hug. You're... You're crazy, but I don't know what it is. There's something about you. I like you. Or you can say, whoa, you also like, you know, whatever, this kind of music or wait, this is going to be for a dumb reason too. You can say, oh my God, you also live in Chicago? Get get over it. Give me a hug right now. And you kind of go in and, and give a hug. Of course, if you do it with the right energy and excitement, most of the time, they'll just go for it. If they back off and they don't like it, then that means that you did it too soon. You didn't actually build rapport. You didn't say it with the right energy. Or they just really don't want to hug you. But if you, nine times out of 10, if you do it the right energy and it doesn't matter what the reason is, you can get a hug and just do it like that. And then right afterwards, you could do a disqualifier. You can say, actually, on the other hand, that was a really weak hug. You know what? I knew it. You and I would never work out. And you know why? Because you're just a big nerd and you say it with a smile on your face. So boom, I just did a tease there, a disqualifier and Kino kind of all in one. And then from there, you can go, no, I'm just kidding. Wait, hold on. What sign are you? That actually, that that probably that hug probably tells a lot about you. I bet you you're a Leo, aren't you? Boom, there you go into a routine, right? So see how it kind of all works together. You can work it all into a conversation when you're going out and talking to a girl and you can have fun with this stuff. Have fun with it. Try this stuff out this weekend. I know that's a lot, so you probably don't need to use all of them and all of them are going to be kind of overwhelming. So you don't have to use all of them, but pick a few that you relate to where you feel works at your skill level and see what you can do. Okay. See what you can do with it. See if you can take it and use it and see if it works for you. All these should work on some level. And at the very least, if I had to pick one for you, I'd say number five, the three second rule is the most important one. So I think that you should at least do that. Go out there, do some quick approaches and do them fast. See how it goes for you. Don't forget, if you need help with this, you need me to help you one-on-one, you need me to help you get you to the next level and you're having a hard time doing it by yourself, just go to coachedbytrip.com. The link is in the show notes. Go there and apply for coaching today. Coachedbytrip.com. Fill out an application. You and I will get on the phone. We'll see if coaching is going to be a good fit for you and we will help you. Hope this helps and I'll talk to the next episode. Good luck. Good luck. 